Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book beyond royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to another amazing session. I'm with my friend Daniel Hall. He is a USA Today and Wall Street Journal best-selling author. And we're going to chat about how thousands and thousands of passive income is created monthly for people using public domain works. Uh, Daniel's also the creator of the Real Fast brand of training products. Welcome, Daniel. Hey, thanks so much, Ray. Really, really appreciate the opportunity to to chat, especially about this very, very cool and powerful topic. I've been wanting to chat with you about this for over a year, I think. So in case people don't know you, which uh, how could they not? But in case they don't, give us a 30,000 foot view of how you started and and kind of what you're doing today. Well, I just... I started off first going to nursing school, then I went to law school, practiced law for about seven or eight years. And then actually the my interest in writing, publishing, authorship started when I was a kid. I got to actually meet a guy by the name of Melvin Powers out in uh, California who had a had the Wilshire Book Company. And uh, early on, I, I, I met with him and he, he really encouraged me even back then. So when I became unhappy with practicing law, I looked to the publishing and wrote my first book called Speak on Cruise Ships, Eight Easy Steps to a Lifetime of Free Luxury Cruises. And that became a very, very popular book, went on to sell over a quarter of a million dollars uh, worth of, of that book. And I just learned the whole business from that whole from that from that whole experience. And I just love working with with authors and content creators. That's great. And I, you know, I think Every time I talk to somebody about their background, it, it just proves that you can start from anywhere and anywhere, just with a little bit of persistence, effort, and desire to learn, you can you can do whatever you want. Let's talk about so people are looking for ways to improve the incomes of their books, improve their online businesses, and you know one of the things I've seen come up, and it's you know is the public domain using public domain works, but no, you know there's not a lot of explanation of like. How do I use it? Can I use it? What can I do? What can't I do? And so that's my goal here for the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes is to figure out what that is and how we can, you know, all of us that are starting out can and start dabbling our foot in that in that water. Yeah. So let's let's start off with a with a definition. So we're all kind of on the same page with when we use the term public domain, what does that really, really mean? And when you are talking about using public domain content. Let's start by saying that public domain content is any content that is not protected by copyright, okay? And because either, and there's a lot of reasons why it may not be necessarily protected by a copyright. For example, the copyright might have expired. That's a common reason. But there's also other reasons, like somebody creates content and then puts it directly into the public domain and then the third sort of big category is that the content being created doesn't even qualify for copyright protection. Now, why this is important is that if something is not protected by copyright, in other words, if it is in the public domain, and I want, to, I want you to pay very careful attention to what I'm about to say, if it truly is in the public domain, then that content can be used by you, by me, by anyone without asking for permission, okay, and without having to pay any royalties on it. And you could use it for anything. 
You can take pieces out of it and, and call it your own even. I don't necessarily uh, agree with that as a matter of, uh, of good form, but you can do it. I mean, you could, you, you could legally do that. So the, the really cool thing about this, is in, for people that do know about public domain, often they think, oh, well, that's all, all old stuff. Uh, that's stuff that have, has no use and certainly not valuable for me or my business. And here's, here's why I kind of want to interject that um, over the years, um, I have published over 2,000 works to the public domain on Kindle, okay, and have made thousands of dollars just, just by having somebody else's works uh, up, up and um, out and working for me, okay, through, uh, through Kindle. So you definitely can do it. Now, to sort of address this concern that a lot of people saying that, hey, this is all old content, it's not applicable to me or my, or my niche, I just want to make sure everyone understands this, that in my opinion, one of the most lucrative areas of the public domain, and certainly one of the areas that has the most opportunity, at least from my perspective, is the fact that the U.S. federal government, which, by the way, is probably one of the largest content creators on the planet, okay, get this, everything or almost everything, 99.9% of what U.S. federal government employees create automatically goes into the public domain. It is not even eligible for copyright protection. So think about that for just a second. Because the U.S. federal government produces content on all manner of hot niches, including health, money, okay, exercise, travel, and the list goes on and on and on. So the first thing I want folks listening and watching this interview to understand is that almost everything that the federal government puts out is available to you in your niche, regardless of your niche. Now, I, I do want to just interject here a really important point. This only applies to U.S. federal government materials. In other words, no other jurisdiction, no other state government, for example, county, city, all of that is copyright protected or potentially is, Just you can just assume that it is. So this only works with content created by the U.S. federal government. Okay, so when you stop to think about, you know, let's say that you're into uh, nutrition, for example, look at all, for example, of like the 20 plus National Institutes of Health on every on, on just about every topic related to every part of the human body and every pathology and pathophysiology related to the to the human body. All of that is available to you. Okay, so when you start to understand that that there is so much content in the U.S. federal government public domain that you, Ray, me, and everyone that will listen to this in the next hundred years, if we spent the enti our entire life publishing this material, we wouldn't even scratch the surface. We would not make a dent in the amount of uh, material that, by the way, continues to pour out daily into the public domain. Really, really great stuff, okay? So 
I, I just wanted to lay that foundation so we're all we're all kind of on the same page with really the the huge opportunity that exists here. So I do have one question that keeps popping in my head is certain sites. So I did some research on it years ago, and then you know I said no, I'd rather just talk to Daniel about it. But they said I've read some places where you have to change it a little, or you have to add some footnotes. I mean, what what's the is that accurate? I mean, it seems I'd read contradictory information that on that. That is not accurate. Okay. Uh, if it is truly in the public domain, if it is truly in the public domain, you might be thinking about Creative Commons types of licenses where you do have to modify it and so forth. But if it is, if it is in the public domain, if it's truly in the public domain, then you could use it whole. You could you can add value, which is what I, by the way, I always recommend. I don't, I, I, I don't, necessarily agree or think that it's a good idea to just uh, wholesale uh, take content and then republish it, unless there are certain instances, because I have done that. But for most people, it is about adding your own value, okay? Think about the public domain from this perspective. When you sit down to a writing project, at least for me, I have that mocking cursor that just flashes at me on the sea of white. And it's my job as the author, as the writer, to start filling in on, on, that, on that page. And what I'm saying is, is that you can use public domain to give yourself a leg up, right? To give yourself a boost um, so that you can basically hit the ground running with, with content, then you build kind of around it. You see, that's what I'm saying that you could do. But going back to your answer to your question, if it is in the public domain, you don't have to do anything to it. You could just cut and paste and you're done. So let's say I wanted to add my own thoughts to Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. One, how do I, I mean, I think we know that one, but let's just say, how, how do I make sure that is really in the public domain? And then two, could I create a Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and Ray Brem? You know, can I do something like that? Can I use his name? What, what's uh, absolutely so? Uh, so we're we're talking about first off. Uh, let's go back to Think and Grow Rich here for just a second. Think and Grow Rich. I want to make sure we're clear is not a U.S. government publication. All right. So and I and I believe and I could be mistaken on this, but I believe. There is only one edition of Think and Grow Rich that is, in fact, in the public domain, okay? There are other editions, later editions, that are not, okay? So just so we're clear, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that people go rip off Think and Grow Rich. But the answer is, yes, you can do that. If, it is, if it's in the public domain, you can, you can do a, a, uh, a whole book around that. As a matter of fact, there's a very successful, you can go to Amazon and look for it, there's a very successful workbook, journal type of book on that very topic where somebody did exactly what you're just saying. They, they took it and they added their own value, they built upon it, and now you, there is this you know, uh, Think and Grow Rich journal that sells very, very well. Okay, it sells very, very well. So yes, you can definitely do that. Okay, Ray. And how do you? Uh, what's your method of? Oh yeah. oh yeah. So how do you know it's in the public yep. domain? So I did not answer that question. So there are sites that when you pull the material down off the, off the site, it says that it's in the public domain, and we're talking about very, very 
well-established websites. They're not, they're not fly-by-night, you know, archive.org, for example, uh, gutenberg.org, uh, places like this. And of course, even the U.S. federal government, uh, the government printing office is another example, where you will find when you go to look for their, uh, their copyright protections or their policy on use will say, Oftentimes, and it, a lot of times, by the way, this is hidden. You can't. It's it's not like right out in front, you know, uh, and and in 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 your face. You have to go look for it. But if I go to a U.S. federal government site and find the disclaimer that says, "Hi, you know, everything on this site is is considered in the public domain," and they and they exist out there by the thousands, I take a screenshot of that and the URL where I downloaded it, and that's what I personally rely on as. This is in the public domain. This is in the public domain. Yeah. So that's how I that's how I do it. Now there are there are lots of very you know it it can be Byzantine in a way with with all the stuff that you kind of have to figure out. But that's one of the reasons why I will let like Google Books do do that. And, and Google Books will have have a line that says this is in the public domain. If it's good enough, if if Google's lawyers are happy with it, my lawyer will be happy with it. That's right. That's good. Then we don't have to hire those expensive Google lawyers ourselves. What's okay? So let's let's talk about let's say somebody's in. They've written a book on uh, health and fitness or something. What would be a good example of how they would you know they could now leverage this? Like like they could create a separate book on. I mean, or, or give us one of the example that you've done, or maybe a client that would okay. give somebody an idea how to get started. Sure. So all right, let's say with your health and fitness book that you look at. All right, in the U.S. federal government, who is interested in health and fitness? When when you just who who do you think is going to be really into you know and physical fitness? Well, the the immediate thing that com- comes to my mind are members of the military, right? Those those folks are are all U.S. federal government employees. Everything that the U.S. military creates is in fact in the bu- public domain as long as it's not classified. So if you you can actually go and find manuals by the Marines, for example, on how to do calisthenics. And they'll create all kinds of, they'll they'll create manuals, they'll create PDFs, they'll create PowerPoint presentations. And you can take those, you know, whatever, postures or uh, particular exercise regimens and take them out of, you know, the, the Marine Corps, you know, PT manual and use it in yours or modify it some, but at least it gives you a starting place. Okay. That, that's just one example. Okay. That's, that's perfect because, uh, you know, really at that point, all you create your own cover and you've got another piece of content that you could use as an opt-in or put another book up in a series. And this it goes a- on and on and on anything that you need content for, you can get out of the public domain pretty, pretty easily. Let me ask you this. What about videos? Uh, I know, I, I've seen that like Russell Brunson used some old Napoleon Hill videos he found on YouTube. Now, is that, can he do that? I, I guess he can. <laughs> His lawyers are, he's probably got an army of lawyers too. Not Google size, but. Uh, right. And, and the answer is once again, yes, you, you can definitely do. So let's talk about that. This content can exist in any format. So we're, we're talking the written word. We're talking audio. We're talking video, we're talking music, we're talking sculpture, we're talking art, okay? Think about this for just a second. Everything that the Voice of America, are you familiar with what the Voice of America is? 
it's a huge, you know, uh, station uh, or radio that broadcasts out to the, the world. All of that, or almost all of that material, is in the public domain. All the audios in, in the public domain, right? So, um, in other words, there, and, and it's almost every conceivable topic, almost every conceivable topic, it's like a treasure trove, Ray. It's, it's like, it, it gets me excited because, oh, what am I going to find today that's going to make me a lot of money, right? Over and over and over again, just have found these, these great gems of books, PowerPoint presentations that then, by the way, you can, you can take and then you can make a video out of it. You know, even you just take the whole, the whole PowerPoint presentation, you know, take a lop off some of the uh, material, you know, modify it a little bit, but then do a presentation just like we're doing right now, Ray, and have a brand new product just like that, just talking through it. So one other thing I just want to say when it comes to federal using content from the, from the U.S. federal government, and that is only the content is in the public domain. Do not, don't, don't, I'll tell you, don't ask me how I know this. Okay, I just know this, all right? Don't use, for example, like the, any of the logos or the seals for any government agency in your material. Don't do that. That needs to come out. It needs to be a brand new, you know, you can cut and paste stuff, but don't just wholesale publish it. Again, don't ask me how I know that, okay? <laughs> All right, we won't ask that. This is so exciting because I think a lot of people, it, it, I love coming up with the concept, but then it's like, okay, now I got to sit down and create the content. And there's a lot of people starting out that always feel like they can't take that next step because they don't have enough content yet. And yet we've got this, like you said, treasure trove out there in front of us that we can go. And it's, there, it's probably, you know, you're probably able to find nearly any topic you want, I would assume. So Just let's, talk, about. let's talk about, so one of the things you've done is create this federal green course. Yep. Tell us about that real quick. We've got a link below if you want to check that out. But this has got me excited. I'm, I'm in the middle of it myself, but give us a little bit of information about okay, that. Okay, so there are lots of ways to really, really sort of shortcut the process and shortcut your learning curve with using this kind of content. And so what I did was I created a course called Federal Green. Uh, it's, a, it's a short course. It won't take you long, but I, I basically walk you through all of the, 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 the secrets, the tricks of the trade of finding this kind of content for your specific niche and then using it successfully to create books, to create courses, to create print-on-demand products, and, and not only that, also ensure that what you're using is, in fact, in the public domain so that you don't get in any hot water uh, with it. Okay, so we have that and we cover so, so much more that relates to, again, finding the content that really is going to be super valuable for your specific project and then using it to shortcut your path to, to money in your bank account. That's really what it's all about. And that, I think that's exciting too, because one, I like short courses I can get through, right? And, and get right to the meat of everything. But two, you know, like I said, early in the this conversation, it's like I, I read two different things about the same topic on Google. And it's just, you can spend hours and hours and thousands of hours just trying to figure out what's true or not. And you end up having to do trial and error anyway. Uh, so yeah, I like- completely defeats the purpose, by the way, <laughs> because we're what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to get things done quick because, right. and that's the other thing that's really important. What, what 
really separates the wheat from the chaff from a author to a successful, financially successful author is their ability to produce quality content quickly, right? That's the, the, more, the more that you're able to help your target market in whatever your niche happens to be, the more money you're going to make and the bigger following you're going to, to have. So that's why I, I just want to make sure that folks understand that this is, you could use it in so many different ways. You could use it to create videos, video courses, blogs, uh, articles, of course, books, you know, audiobooks. It, it goes on and on and on. All right. So that's, uh, yeah. I'm excited. I kind of want, I'm like, I'm going to go peek at that right now and see, see how to get started. Cause I've, I've got a lot of things, especially for me, I think like in my situation, it's like, I would like to have supporting, you know, supporting mini course on, you know, self-help to go, you know, if you get this, you go, you know, if you, if you, if you join the summit premium pass, you're going to get this little mini course that was created from the public domain. It's from a recognizable name and, and, you know, I've, I've added my two cents to it. So really exciting. Daniel, thanks for your time. Thanks for being on. The you know the, if you want to check out more about Federal Green, if you want to pursue this, check that out. It's it, the link is below. And where else? If they want to look at more of what you do, what's the best site for them to go to to just see more of Daniel and and all your other eight hundred thousand products you got out there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did mention today that you can produce some of this on kindle so i I have a few uh videos on my youtube channel that people could could check out with regard to that and that's probably the best place to to go check out more of kind of my teaching style and you'll see whether you like my stuff or not but i gotta tell you i'm pretty pretty doggone proud of federal green because i I know well first off the information was hard won and uh, you know i had had to kiss a lot of toads and and, uh, and and was at it for a long, long time. So you could definitely learn this stuff, but you'll definitely learn it a lot quicker and, and get to the to the juice, to the to the to the money in your bank account quicker. I can guarantee you with, with Federal Green. That's perfect. That's per- all right. Hey, thanks, Daniel. Thanks everybody for watching. Look forward to you putting out some content that you found in the public domain. I think this is an amazing, amazing idea. I'll be doing it. You'll see some stuff soon. Daniel, thanks again, and we'll see you all on the next session. Thank you, Ray. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, Ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience, and we'll see you next time.